The following shiur is delivered by Rabbi Mordechai Lebhar, Rosh Kolel at Link of Los Angeles. For more information or shiurim, please visit vshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. Parashat Korach starts off with the machloket that Korach had with Moshe Rabbeinu. And the previous parasha, parashat Shelach, was the parasha Tzitzit. Explains the Balaturim that the connection between the end of last week's parasha Tzitzit and Korach is that on this inyan of Tzitzit, Korach had a machloket with Moshe Rabbeinu. And what did he say? He brought Moshe Rabbeinu talitot that, are, that were all of the color of Techelet. And he told him, is a talit of tchelet obligated in tzitzit or not obligated? Moshe Rabbeinu said obligated. So he started, he started making everyone laugh. A talit that is white and it has one string of tchelet exempts everything. So a tchelet, kulo tchelet, shouldn't exempt everything. That was the uh, complaint of Korach. And in truth, the purpose of tchelet is to remind us of the kisya kavod. And there's a special mitzvah of chelet that we know from last week's parasha. That, that, uh, that, that there's a mitzvah of wearing tzitzit. And there's a mitzvah of v'natinu al tzitzit kanaf petil techal tzitzit hakanaf petil techelet. So the question lends itself. Why is it that we do not wear techelet nowadays? And if we're going to say that we don't know what the chilet is, why don't we make ourselves a reminder, just like other mitzvot, to remind ourselves of techelet in order not to forget this precious mitzvah. And obviously, uh, this shiur is not going to go into the ins and outs of what is the techelet nowadays, the great debate that there was throughout the centuries about that. But what I would like to focus on is a piece of Torah from one of the great Sephardic Rabbanim of the 1800s, the seventh, late 1700s, 1800s, Hamalach Rabbi Rafael Birdugo from the city of Meknes in Morocco. And he has a sefer called Torot Emet. And in the very first paragraph of this sefer Torot Emet, he asks vexing questions in regards to this Techelet and what's our practice. And what I would like to discuss in this uh, Dvar Torah, is granted that we might not know uh, what Tchelet is. But since there is a safek, since there is a doubt, why shouldn't we wear Tchelet anyways? And why shouldn't we wear something that looks like Tchelet to remember Tchelet? Not, so the, the, the shiur today is not going to focus on the proofs for or against the modern day Tchelet or the previous Tchelet. Rather, what is, if, why shouldn't we wear anyways any type of techelet if we are unsure? So here the Torot Emet starts off the following. Mitzvat techelet yedua. The mitzvah techelet is known. And the Rambam brings it down. And says the, 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 the Torot Emet, לא ביאר אבינו וגם בשאש למה יפסלו של דברים אפילו לא יתקיים הצבה. He says one of the conditions is that the color has to actually remain. 
And if that's the case, why is it that this tchelet, if it has to actually remain, why can't we find something that lasts and use that as the khilet? So we have to say that it was some type of Kabbalah halachale Moshe Misinai, says Rabbi Rafael Berdugo, that the color has to last. But if that's the case, why is it that there are other mitzvot like Sefirata Omer, that even though it, we are not obligated in the Torah to do, we still do it to remember Sefirata Omer. And we, and we shake a lulav for seven days, even though it is not uh, it is it is not the oraita all seven days, but we remember zecher la mikdash this mitzvah. So here too asks Rabbi Rafael Birdugo, why don't we remember this ever so dear mitzvah of techelet? That is his question, and Rabbi Rafael answers the following. He says that if they are going to do a similar color of kala ilan, which is a similar color of techelet, then we are going to forget the actual uh, techelet that the Torah was talking about because it is so close. Rather, whereas everything else, it's zechir libeta mikdash, we obviously know that we don't have a beta mikdash. But over here, if we start doing the exact same thing, just it's not exactly techelet, the real tchelet is going to be forgotten. Because we already have this. We're not going to remember. It's not going to serve us well in remembering the principal mitzvah. But then, asks Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Rafael Berdugo, why is it that all throughout all the generations, they didn't put in effort to find the chilazon? Because it seems to be that in the time of the Gemara, they had it. And he writes the following, It's extreme difficulty to me how a mitzvah of the Torah was lost. It bothers him tremendously. How was this great mitzvah lost? And says, It would seem to be that this chilazon got lost totally from the face of the world and we don't know and we, don't, and we can't know where it is. Because we even see that other other nations don't use this color. They don't know what chilet is. And he says there's many things that the nature changed and that we've lost certain things. For example, it says that a woman who gives birth in eight months is, is, uh, is, is the child's going to die. Nowadays it's not that way. Nature has changed. And... Um, and he says, we don't know the Shemana Mishcha, we don't know how to do it, that also got lost. There are different things that, that, uh, that, that, that got lost. Interesting, he says, one of those things is, uh, the five types of Dagan, we only have Chitim and Seorim. Okay, interesting. <laughs> but this is what Ribirifel Berdugo says. He says that, that it seems to be that the Tchelet got lost, and therefore, uh, we don't have this mitzvah anymore. Now, the truth is, I wanted to add on a few important points, is that it is well known that nowadays there is different research done that people claim that they found the Tchelet. The first one who embarked on this journey was the, uh, was the Radzina Rebbe, and he claimed to have found, uh, he claimed to have found the, uh, he lived between 1839 and 1891, and he claimed to have found that the chilazon was a certain type of squid call, uh, called the cuttlefish. Rav Herzog uh, also um, 
was was of the opinion that the chilazon is not is not the the cuttlefish, but he thought maybe it's a it's a snail, but he wasn't able to produce the uh, the proper color out of it. And recently, there was a revival uh, in, the, in this murex snail called the murex trunculus that people claim that yes, the the chilazon is not a fish; it's not the cuttlefish. Rather, it's a snail. And that's how it's called in different languages, and it's uh, got a lot of different proofs that they used to use it, and that should that that should be the uh, and that should be the proper chilazon. And others claim that it's not true. First of all, it has to be the gufo domilayam, as the body is similar to the to the sea, and this body, the snail, is nothing that way. Uh, it doesn't come up once every uh, seven, uh, once every seventy years or every seven years. Uh, it, it also um, you have to add in chemicals in order for it to be to have the, the proper color. You have to leave it in the sun in order to have its proper color. Whereas otherwise the the the, the secretion is uh, is going to be clear. Um, it doesn't seem to be um, that 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 Chazal ever called it a snail. There's uh, there are many different complaints that that there are those who have against this murex, and there are many proofs that people bring for the murex. And as I said, it's not going to be the focus of the um, of the shiur. But the question is, why not? Why not just wear it? So why not just wear it? So you can't wear something that's fake. That Rabbi Rafael Dugo says we don't do. That's kala de ilan. We know from the Gemara already. Chachamim didn't want to do that. And we don't, and and, uh, and and we don't want to wear something that doesn't have any value to it. But what's the problem if people think that murex has value to it? Why not wear it? What do you have to lose? So one one suggestion: what you have to lose. Rav Shlomo Miller has a teshuva about this printed in a few places. One of them is uh, in the website of kol.com of Toronto. Uh, he he has a he has a, an article there, and he says that according to the Rambam. When it says in the Torah, petil techelet, that means that it has to be one. It has to be one petil techelet. Now, um, if you are going to, if you are going to do more than one chut of techelet, then you're gonna violate the prohibition of baltosif according to the Rambam. Now, um, granted that you could, uh, you're gonna say you're misupak, but you're adding on, if you're going to, if you're going to do, um, according to the machloket, so according to the Rambam, only one petil is allowed to be had in your tzitzit, but if you put more than one petil, then it might be baltosif. So if somebody's going to say that he thinks he has the right petil techelet, and he's going to do more than one string, which a lot of these tzitziot of techelet have, then one would be violating baltosif according to that opinion of the Rambam. Furthermore, he says that that we found that there was archaeological evidence that people used it, he says that's not a proof because it could be that they decided to uh, to use uh, different colors than techelet, kala ilan, maybe they, people used different colors, who says they were using it for tzitziot. And therefore, he brings also that there's a Kabbalistic Indian as well um, that the Ben Ishchai brings in Ben Yehuyada 
not to wear kala de ilan, something that is a fake color. And this the Ben Yishchai writes in Masechet Bamesiyah Dav Samech Aleph Amud Aleph according to Kabbalah that Kala the Ilan has a hold of the Sitra Achra has a hold of the Sitra Achra. The truth is is that there are many opinions that bring in the name of the Arizal in the Sefer Shara Kavanot Drush Dalid of Tzitziot where the Arizal writes he doesn't write explicitly not to wear Techelet nowadays but the Arizal is of the opinion that. Techelet is something during the time of the Beit Hamikdash when the Hashgacha of Hashem was more open. But nowadays that the Hashgacha of Hashem is more hidden, there is a Hester Panim. Uh, it seems to be from the Arizal that that's not the Tikkun of Techelet, and it makes sense according to what the Ben Yishchai is saying also now that 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 there is the Sitra Achra a, a, attaches itself to things that are fake like Kala de Ilan. So the argument to say not to wear Techelet is based according to what some Mekubalim write. There's the Sefer, Yeshuot Malko from, from, uh, from, uh, Rav Yeshaya, uh, Kot Mikutna, also in, uh, Shilotuchuvot and Simen Gimel, that he writes that there's many mitzvot that we don't have nowadays. For example, the Gemara says in Masechet Churin Davkufla Medvav, regarding the mitzvah of Reshita Gez, Haida Nog Alma Ketlata Sabi, in other words, even though beforehand they used to be Machmir, Nowadays already they don't they, they don't look for that and he writes that it seems to be that according to the Arizal this mitzvah tchelet is not applicable and if we would have known for sure that there's a tchelet we would have done it but now that we don't have a birur gamur of this tchelet it's better not to wear it. Rebel Yashiv also has a teshuvah about this in his uh, Kobetz teshuvot chelik alif where Rebel Yashiv brings. Uh, um, somebody who wanted to revive the Techelet, and he writes that it would seem to be that according to the Bet Midrash of the Arizal, not to wear this, uh, not to wear the Techelet, and not only according to the Bet Midrash of the Arizal, um, but it would seem to be from the Sifri, in the Midrash of the Sifri, and the Sifri is in Parashat, uh, is, is in Parashat, Vizota uh, Biracha. Uh, when it talks about the, 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 Naftali as Shfunit Timune Chol that he has over there the uh, the hidden treasures and it's written over there in the Midrash that there was someone and the Midrash says the following Amar Av Yosi Pamachat Hayiti Mealech Miksiv Letzur Umatzati Zaken Echad Veshalti Veshalom I was once going from Ksiv Letzur and I asked him. How he's doing? Amartilo, What's your job? Not what do you do, or who are you? What? What? Yeah. What is your parnasa? That's a side thing. Amarli hashamayim. I promise. Yesh bayam shemutal ben harim samayod makishitoto. Oh, he says. I'm sorry. Amarli michilazon. I I trap the chilazon fish, right? The tchelet, where you get the tchelet from. Amartilo. So I asked him, Umi Is it really found? Amarli. So he told me, Hashamayim makom yishbayam shemutal ben arim v'samimiot makishinoto umet v'niimek bimkomo. Says, he says, they really, I used to do this. It sounds like this is what he's saying. I used to do this. But there's a place where the samimiot, that, that, that he was, uh, this chilazon between the mountains. And then he got stung and died. And Nimek Bimkuma, it's not there anymore. 
So listen to what Rabbi Yossi answered him in the Midrash. Amarti, hashamayim nikarhu shiganuz letzadikim le'olam abba. It seems to be that this chilazon is, is ganuz le'olam abba. I don't know how much we could infer from this uh, sifri, but it definitely has a connection also to the Arizal that that it seems to be that the Tchelet Minashamayim is not supposed to be with us until Yemot HaMashiach. And that seems to be the argument of those who say, why not wear Tchelet? What do you have to lose? So the argument would be that it seems to be not only like Rabbi Rafael Berdugo said, that it was lost and we don't know where it is, but even there's a reason why it was lost, that according to Kabbalah, there are those who say also there's a, you have to have a tradition in order to wear Tehillit from the house of the briskers. There's also a, a, a tradition that way that you have to have a, a, a you have to have a tradition to wear Tehillit. Otherwise, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a problem. And if the Gdole Ador, Rebel Yashiv, and the Gdole Asfaradim, and many Gdole Ashkenazim as well, not only did they say that, um, they don't know if this is the right Tehillit, but don't wear Tehillit. And that's what you see a lot of Gdole Olam. Granted, there are those who don't understand that way and they say, what do you have to lose? Therefore, they wear Tehillit. But today in the Shi'ur, we, we, we shared the approach of Ribiri Feibir Dugo, the approach of those who write in the name of the Arizal and the Benishchai, as well as arguments not to wear this Tehillit. Elu ve'elu divre Elohim Chaim, as long as it's done L'Shem Shamaim. Chazaku Baruch. This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakhic consultation, monetary bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call one 200 T-S-H-C or email info at the shc.org to subscribe.